I walked in these rooms on May the 6th of uh, this year and uh, that was after realizing that everything I'd done the last four years uh, was probably not right. Uh, I basically had lost respect for myself is what had happened because uh, I used to go on these weekend benders and just have no conscious awareness of what I was doing or what was done and then try to piece up what was done over the weekend and causing disgust not only to myself but everyone around me. And uh, initially I thought uh, four years ago that anger was my issue so I bought a book on anger management expecting that if I could get my anger in control uh, my substance would go away. Uh, then I tried acupressure um, and that didn't work. Uh, I went to a, a doctor and got a prescription uh, that lasted for about three weeks. Uh, then I tried uh, a psychologist and that lasted for another three weeks because uh, I thought I could uh, have a little bit more and a little bit turned out to a lot more. And eventually when I was disgusted enough, I thought I'm as disgusting as the people I think the people who go to these rooms are. Um, I'll go there. I'll just get my head straight for 30 days and I'll be fine. And uh, uh, yeah, that worked wonderfully. Uh, on May the 6th was the first meeting and uh, they said, ah, oh, you know, you need to go to this meeting and you need to go to the meeting on Wednesday. So I did the meeting on Wednesday and uh, I had no clue what a newcomer was and uh, uh, this, uh, they were giving out chips for newcomers and uh, I stood up and I got a chip and I sat down and looked at the chip, it says 24 hours. Uh, I hadn't quit at that point, uh, so I wanted to return it, but I just didn't have the courage to get up and say I don't deserve it during the meeting, but at the end of the meeting I got up and um, met the chip person and said, hey, uh, this is not what I should be getting. Uh, I'll get it when I deserve it. And I'll keep it. I said, no, I don't. So the chip person uh, gave me a separate chip. Uh, I still carry that one till date. Uh, it says, uh, and he gave me the chip and I read it, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And he, I was like, um, what does this mean? He said, read it. If nothing changes, nothing changes. I don't get it. Read it slowly. If nothing changes, nothing changes. I don't know. Uh, I just wasn't getting it. He said, read it slowly. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Ah. <laughs> that was May the 8th and May the 9th uh, I had the last uh, couple of glasses of wine and never had any since then. Uh, and like the, uh, the six-year chip taker mentioned, what do you get when you have someone without the alcohol? You're still left with the same, same egoistic mind with the uh, selfishness and selflessness and with just pain for the self and everyone around. And that's when uh, uh, I started looking back at my notes from that day and I heard uh, someone take a 14-year chip and they had shared uh, that this is a program which will help you 
find a spiritual way of life and you'll start taking decisions from a spiritual angle versus a selfish angle. And it didn't make sense, so I looked at the chip again. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Okay. So maybe they're right. Uh, the following uh, Friday, I believe it was uh, the 17th, uh, was in ballpark, and at the end of the meeting, uh, I was discussing with this gentleman about how I was unable to, uh, you know, I was not able to do this. I was, he's like, stop. Do you have the big book? I say, yeah. Turn to page 59. Uh, okay. What does it say in step one? V admitted we were powerless. Exactly. I get drunk, we get sober. We. I don't have to do this alone. We do it. That was my aha moment. I had, I felt something get off my shoulder because I felt I was trying something for so long and I had no answer, but now there was an army of people around. And to be honest, I have no clue what happened in the next 30, 40 days and beyond, but I never have felt like in all the situations since then uh, to ever be uh, in the mode of getting to a substance. I mean, I have, uh, in four months in sobriety, I lost a near and dear one. I lost a job. Um, lots of ups and downs, but never did the feeling of going to a substance ever came to mind. And uh, I don't know, it just vanished. And, and like my original plan, I wanted to be around just for 30 days. Uh, and uh, somehow I felt there was much more. Gradually I felt there was much more in the program and I felt that there was something more to be gained because uh, I felt that, I felt that my, my, my feeling for being there for myself was, was the crux of a lot of the issues I was facing. And I had no clue, just like I had no clue about escaping the substance, I had no clue about how I would escape that's the selfishness and the selflessness. And uh, that's what keeps me coming back. I mean, this is, this program is, I see it the way as the best life coaching program. This is one of the most amazing programs, uh, which probably should be in schools from beginning, I mean. <laughs> there are people who may not consume a substance, but they have egos which control different things. It may be social media, it might be food, it might be obsessive, uh, different kinds of things. I've even uh, heard this talk by, uh, by a doctor in, in Canada, uh, Gabor Mate, who said that his obsession was music's uh, CDs to an extent that he missed the birth of a child as a doctor because he was busy escaping to a music, to, uh, to a music uh, place to buy a DVD or CD. So obsession can be in many forms and, and it's just the crux of the problem I've realized is the ego and what keeps me coming back is try to understand from the experience, uh, strength and hope uh, to get the inspiration and then engage in the perspiration which is the action because without the action, without the hard enough and long enough the ego is just going to be in control and the, the things which I focus on now is the long enough and hard enough and it's easy to lose path and that's why you come back to a meeting and hear someone and something clicks and there have been instances when 
I've heard the same things several times, and it's, I'm aware of it. And then sometimes it goes from awareness to acceptance. And then, sometimes that acceptance turns to acceptance with action. And then the fourth one, which is the most simplest and the toughest one as well, is action hard enough and long enough. That's the persistent action of long enough and hard enough which will eventually help ease some of those issues. I don't think that most of us will be saints, uh, but if the pain can go away and be at peace and be in love and be in, be in joy for everyone else around, of being of service to not just an alcoholic, but to everyone around you, to nature, to everyone. I mean, the interconnectedness uh, that I feel uh, when I try long enough and hard enough, I feel the interconnectedness that every one of us has, and it's, it's amazing. Um, anyhow, uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Thank you. <laughs>